Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Yep, so just prepare for that. And now there are partners that you can utilize for Seller Fulfilled Prime. So there are partners like Deliver, like um, ShipStation, I believe, helps you with making sure you get that two-day delivery. ShipBob is a fulfillment center type of um, uh, service that they have fulfillment centers all across um, the country. And so you can send your inventory in and they will make sure that you have that two-day delivery. Um, so a lot of these different services like Deliver, for example, that's with two R's, they allow you to get that two-day shipping badge. So if you're selling on Walmart or you're selling on Amazon, whatever, you can show that two-day shipping badge. You can guarantee that two-day delivery. Um, so you don't necessarily have to do it on your own. I know a huge amount of our listener base is located in, the, in Europe, in Australia. So I know you guys are wondering, well, what the heck, guys? We put, you know, we... We learned about this Amazon thing. We've been selling on amazon.com and now we are not in the US. We can't you know, do that. So now is the time to start making calls to warehouse facilities. Now is the time some warehouses offer pick and pack. So they might not offer fulfillment, but they do offer pick and pack. And what that means is that when you need that next 200 units sent in, they'll go ahead and, and put your labels on for you and get that sent in for you. So um, make sure if you are limited and you wanna get, cause if you leave your stuff in, in China, right? If you leave your stuff with the supplier, I love that hack that Andy taught us about that. But during Q4, you may want your stuff closer. You may wanna be able to get it there quick, right? And right now with air shipments, air shipments have really screwed everybody up. Because now with COVID, air shipments are no longer really viable for the most part. There are a few ports I've heard where it's not affected, but for the most part, air shipments are out the door. So um, we all are having to either use faster sea freight or just sea freight. And you're looking at 30 days there. So we don't necessarily want to have to play that game. You're better off now getting all of your stuff shipped and putting it in a warehouse and sending some of it to Amazon. And I think a lot of people I've seen in many of the forums, people are like, well, wait, okay, I'm gonna send some to a warehouse. I'm gonna send some to Amazon. My freight forwarder is giving me this crazy quote. Well, don't do that. <laughs> send it all to one warehouse and then have that warehouse create the shipment to Amazon. If you ask a freight forwarder to send it six different places, you're going to get an insane quote. You're better off to use that ground transportation once you get it to the US. So get it to a warehouse here, figure out who your warehouse partner is going to be. Um, there's a ton of blog posts out there that talk about FBA prep centers, stuff like that. Um, start making phone calls. Start asking them. You'll notice that most of the warehouses on their websites, they don't mention price. And we just did in mastermind group the other day, we talked about shipping. We had a shipping class and logistics and our, our shipping guy, <laughs> Brownstone International, he also has warehouses and he was talking about, um, I asked him, I said, well, what can we expect to pay for your warehousing? And he's like, well, it's really hard for me to give you a price because number one, 
How big is your product? How much space does it take up? How many fit on a pallet? Can that pallet be thrown on the top shelf in the warehouse or does it have to be on the floor? How long is that stock going to be there? Is it going to be moved? Do you need us to pick and pack it? All of those things come into consideration when it comes to warehouse operations. So when you start going onto these websites and looking for warehouses, don't be, um, don't be concerned if their pricing is not necessarily upfront and they wanna get on the phone with you and get a quote with you because they don't know about your product. And so, and they're probably getting a lot of calls right now. So make those phone calls, find a warehouse and logistics partner and get your products to the US. And then the other big question that we've been getting is, okay, Amy, well, where do I put my, where do I pick the warehouse? Does it need to be located in the middle of the country? Not necessarily. Are they gonna be doing fulfillment or are they going to be doing just seed feeding to Amazon? right? So if you're just choosing a warehouse that is going to be storing your stuff and sending it to Amazon every couple of months, right? Um, then you don't necessarily need a warehouse that's located in the center of the, the country because Amazon's not going to ask you to send your inventory to Florida if your warehouse is in California. Yes, you might have to send it to two different fulfillment centers, but they're not gonna ask you to send it all the way across the world <laughs> if, um, if your warehouse is in California, for example. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to make all those decisions right now. For the most part, what you need to do is make sure that you have a place to store your inventory outside of Amazon. And the other thing, even if Amazon removes the restrictions of how much you can send in, this is something new sellers need to know. The price of Amazon storage goes up immensely during Q4, immensely. I remember we were doing wholesale and we got all these big accounts. We spent, geez, I think it was a little under $50,000 in inventory. And we, I mean, we had, these were popular products. These were not like brand new private labels. These were, these were well-known brands, hot selling products. And at the end of Q4, we barely broke even with all of the storage fees. And remember, advertising is also more expensive during, during Q4. So you're going to pay more in advertising, you're gonna pay more in storage. So just be smart about it and realize that, you know, a lot of people put a lot of pressure on Q4 to get their products in, but if you're sending in excess more than you're going to sell, you're gonna spend more on storage than you're gonna make in profits. So you really do want to plan ahead for that. You don't just want to send blindly send in a thousand units and you have a hundred units in sales during that four month period, you know, and all of a sudden you've spent, you know, thousands of dollars in storage fees and in advertising and now you haven't made any money. So make sure that you're really staying lean and you're thinking about it and you're, you're, you're looking at the prices. You get assessed storage every 30 days during Q4 from Amazon. So that is the big mistake that I've seen new sellers make is they send everything in and they're like, yeah, I got to be ready for Q4. And then they get to the end of Q4 and, you know, maybe it's a new product. Maybe they've never sold before. Maybe they aren't sure how to do advertising and, and they end up actually losing a lot of money. So that's my next piece of advice for you. Stay lean, plan ahead, look at what your competitors are doing, be realistic, and you're going to have a much, uh, a much better success rate there.
Um, anything else about uh, avoiding those those uh, bottlenecks or restrictions, Andy? Yeah, so uh, a couple of things, you made some great points there. So so guys, remember that you guys have a garage, right? Most of you guys have a garage unless you're like living in a city. Don't be afraid to, to you know, may, maybe you have to park out in the driveway, but you know, you, if you have a garage, you have storage space. If you can't do that, there's a lot of like, uh, you know, storage companies, you know, with, with the slide up doors that, um, you know, that you can get like one month free. So even Q4, you're like, all right, I have to pay for two months, you know, for this, this space, but it's worth it in terms of that's going to be way cheaper than what Amazon's going to, going to charge you. Um, the other thing is you can use the trick to, uh, not get charged storage fees, just like from China, from the U S right. Cause if you're sending your stuff in via UPS, um, you know, Amy made a good point as well about, you know, when you, when you're getting stuff from China, a lot of people want to go direct to the Amazon warehouses. We do that and it's easy, but if you have to, sh if you have to split those shipments up to multiple fulfillment centers, um, you know, it might be better just to have it come to your house or your office or your warehouse and you do the work to split those shipments up and then get them on their way. Um, you know, it might be a little bit more work, but if you're talking, you know, ship me saving a lot of money on shipping. So, you know, that's something you can look at as well, but going back to the Amazon thing, you know, if you're shipping, for example, like we ship from California right now. And if you're going, a lot of times we get the New Jersey, um, uh, fulfillment center that takes a good five days. Right. So, I mean, if you stage it, so like every Monday, say for example, you, that's like at your FBA day, right? So like every Monday you're sending a hundred units or 200 units, whatever it is that you just sold the last week, right. Plus, 20% this week or whatever, as you get into Q4, if you get into that practice, you're not paying for that time that UPS is holding that inventory, right? So now all of a sudden you got that, that five days plus, you know, until it gets checked in and all that, you're not paying for that storage. So you can get really, really creative <clears throat> in the way that you send your inventory. And like I said, everybody wants to send it in all at once. I get that. It's easy. Um, you know, that's the way that, you know, you might be used to doing it in the past, but this year, especially that I would suggest that's something you really, you guys really look into and really try to get done. Yes. Love it. All right. So I wanted to just give some quick tips about how to actually check for restrictions. How do you know if you are restricted and how much you are restricted? So you can go into the hover over the inventory tab in seller central and click on inventory planning. And that screen will really help you understand um, what's going on with your inventory performance index, I believe it's called the IPI. So it'll give you your score and then it's gonna give you some recommendations to improve your score. And when you click around there, there's some tabs across the top of that that are right underneath the main seller central tabs. And those tabs, you can actually click on restock inventory. You click on the restock inventory tab there and they will show you what your restock quantity limits are. Um, you can actually hover over, there's like a little color bar and you can hover over that and it will how many you have in stock and how many you can send in of each of your products, okay? So definitely check that out. You can also pull restock reports um, and there'll be lots of helpful information there. So inventory, inventory planning, and then go to the restock tab at the top. And you will see a lot of great information on that page about your limits. If you've already created a shipment, 
and you were not limited at the time, you will still be able to send that in. You just will not be able to send in more until after you run down to that level that you're restricted to. So 200, for example. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind. Um, oh my goodness. Okay, so I think, Andy, I think we've covered it as far as fulfillment and as far as preparing for Q4, how much inventory to send in. We have some notes down here where we wanted to talk about other types of um, fulfillment, right? So you had a link here, um, shopify.com slash fulfillment. Um, what are some other methods of fulfillment that you use, Andy? So I actually don't use any 3PL because we've been doing merchant fulfilled for so long, but yeah, some of the options we already talked about, you got delivery, you got FedEx, uh, 3PL, Shopify just came out with their, you know, well, I guess not just, but recently their fulfillment, um, um, you know, solution, you got ShipBob. you talked about that a little bit earlier. Um, you know, honestly, the easiest thing to do is just go to Google and search for, um, you know, third party 3PL um, you know, fulfillment services, and you'll get a bunch of options, um, delivers the one I hear of the most. I, like I said, I've never used any of them personally, so I can't, I can't give you any personal, um, recommendations, but that's what I've heard delivers, you know, one of the most popular. Um, and then, you know, it's a tool that we didn't talk about, uh, today, but, the, but I consider essential, especially if you're doing merchant fulfilled is ship station, right? If you're doing a, a large quantity, just the amount of time it's going to save you to batch those orders and, and ship those orders um, worth every single penny. I think the, the smallest plan is, and they charge you by orders. I think it's like 29 bucks a month or something. It's completely worth it. So ShipStation for Merchant Fulfilled, highly suggest that. I would say it's almost essential unless you're only doing like five or 10 orders a day. But if you're doing like, you know, any, any good volume, uh, definitely something you want to think about. You want to make sure that you get a good thermal printer if you're doing any of your own shipping. Um, I like, uh, I've used like so many different ones. I know Dymo is popular and then Zebra is another popular one, but the, my new favorite and it's cheap and amazing and it takes pretty much like any label. So to me, it's like win, 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 win is Rolo. Um, it's a Rolo thermal printer. I think they're like 150 bucks ish around there, but super fast. Does a great job. We'll take all different sizes, easy to load, like, by far the best um, that I've used. And we um, use uh, we <clears throat> use our brother black and white laser printer for all of our labels and it's it works really well. So it's not a specific label printer, but um, we just get the full size label sheets and it prints them right out. And yeah, so that's, if you don't have a, a thermal printer yet, you can use your regular, you know, um, what letter sized, printer. Yep. Um, and so, yep. yeah, we do use that, but yeah, when you're going to get ready to step up your game, when you got 700 SKUs like Andy, you might. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, so we, we, we like, yeah, we like that because uh, not only does it print the label, but it prints the packing slip, you know, it's all, and it's just like, you know, it's like when we print labels, like I think last year I posted that video of like that, that, you know, thermal, like that's what it looks like when we print labels. So we, you know, on a, we can ship easily a hundred orders a day. So um, definitely essential for us, but um, yeah, if, you, if you've got the scale, you're definitely going to want to invest in some tools that are going to save you time and effort. Yes, I would agree. And then you were talking about um, just some, some basic supplies, you know, in terms of, you know, making sure you have enough to, you know, bubble wrap and poly bags. And we have a like little thermal sealer where, you know, it's like, 
you pull the plastic and you push down on the seal. You know, we have a shrink wrapper. We have, you know, just the basic things for if you have to repackage something, if you get a return and you're ready to flip it and turn it back around. Well, you know, some re basic repackage supplies, tape boxes, shipping boxes. Um, usually there is packaging companies like right local in your town where you can find really great stuff. Bubble Fast is another really great um, website to get shipping supplies and stuff like that. But you want to make sure that you have that kind of stuff in stock if you're going yes. to be doing merchant fulfilling. Yes, um, sure. I'm not an expert at merchant fulfilling. I do merchant fulfill a few of my products, but I don't have as many SKUs as Andy does. I'm not even close, you know. So for me, it's pretty manageable because, you know, I know what generally sells, how many sell a day, that kind of thing. So it's very easy. But another thing for you, if you live in the U.S., open up an account with UPS. So many people have asked me, Amy, how do I shop? If, I, if I'm selling on Etsy, if I'm selling on some of these other platforms where I can't use Amazon multi-channel fulfillment, how do I shop shipping rates? So there's a website called pirateship.com and you can shop shipping rates there, but sign up with UPS, get a business account with them. We have a business account with UPS and FedEx and their rates that they give us are better than what we get from Amazon through them, right? You know how UPS, Amazon offers discounted shipping through UPS. We get cheaper rates with our business account with them. And then when you have a business account with them, they will actually come to your house and pick up your shipments every day. So we may, we have a, we log into our online portal and we say, yep, we got a shipment ready for you today. And the UPS guy comes and he loads them up every single day, all of our shipments. So we don't even have to leave the house right now. You know, I remember when I first started, when we first started fulfilling our own stuff, we would be dropping it off at the, at the postal service. We would be dropping it off at UPS, that kind of thing. And so we don't even have to do that anymore. It's very easy. We just print our labels at home. We stick everything on. We run to our warehouse in the morning, bring everything over, stick our labels on, stick it out the front door, put it in order with UPS and we're done. So um, definitely kind of learning some of that. Learn from your retail arbitrageurs. <laughs> they will teach you, you know, our, our ladies over at Ladies of FBA, Jess Hill, she can teach you all about how to do that kind of stuff and how to sell in multiple channels. Um, you know, the, even if you're a private label seller, if you've never merchant fulfilled before, learn from the arbitragers because they know what the heck they're doing. <laughs> um, so that, that's how I learned was starting with retail arbitrage. And it's really helpful to understand, you know, because these people move some inventory. So it's, it's pretty cool to, to learn from them. Um, so don't be afraid to do that, um, to try out merchant fulfilling some of your stuff. Um, it's very, very easy to list your stuff merchant fulfilled. Um, all you literally have to do is go into your inventory tab, copy and paste the ASIN of your product, of your FBA listing, go to inventory, add a product, paste in that ASIN into the search bar, find your product, click sell yours. And I know what you're thinking. Well, Amy, I already have this listing in my, it's fine. You're gonna, it's gonna bring you up right to the offer tab. You're gonna scroll down and you're gonna check the little radio button next to, I want to ship this item myself. And you're gonna put in your price and you're gonna hit save and finish. That's it. Now you have an FBA and a merchant fulfilled listing. 
and all they're going to, and then you, you're the one who sets the quantity. That listing is inactive until you, if you notice, when you go back to your inventory, all of your merchant fulfilled stuff will have a quantity. Your FBA stuff will not have a quantity. Your merchant fulfilled stuff will have a quantity. So you can change that from zero to however many you want to put in stock. And if you want to go out of stock, you just put it back to zero. It's, it's, you know, it's okay. You know, you don't have to worry about that. So, um, so that's a good way to get started is by listing your products, both FBA and merchant fulfilled, maybe try a few before we hit Q4, <laughs> learn the process when an order sells merchant fulfilled. And remember, it's the same listing. It's not like it's going to pop up, you know, throughout you know, different places on Amazon. It's the same product. It's the same ASIN. It's going to either be in the buy box at the time you can even advertise against your merchant fulfilled stuff. Um, so I always create all of my ads, all of my PPC. I have my merchant fulfilled um, listing there and I also have my FBA one. Another little hack that will help you is the SKU. When you set the SKU up, I always name my merchant fulfilled SKU with an MF at the front of them. And then that way I can very easily tell, oh, that's my merchant fulfilled listing, got it. So it's just going to rotate the buy box between your FBA listing and your merchant fulfilled listing. So, um, you know, either way, um, sometimes the pricing matters there. Um, Amazon has been playing games lately with how much they've been rotating buy boxes. So just, you know, there is no definitive answer there. I've had so many questions about it and it's like every week it changes. So, <laughs> you know, I just keep my eye on it and make sure that, you know, it's rotating the way it's supposed to rotate between my prime listing and my, and my merchant fulfilled listing. And, um, and yeah, so just kind of get out there and list your products both ways, get ready for that, start planning for your inventory, start finding those, um, those partners, whether fulfillment partners or warehousing partners, and don't let these restrictions by Amazon mess up your Q4. <laughs> it is totally, it's totally doable to have a really great Q4, to have better sales than ever before, and um, to, to deal with this, even with Amazon's restrictions. So we don't want you guys to feel um, scared about this. And like, you know, you, this is, you know, the end of the world. It's not, it's going to be awesome. We're going to make so many sales. You guys are going to have great Q4s as long as you're just making sure you're keeping track of your inventory and allowing yourself a lot of options to be able to keep seed feeding and, and stay in stock. Yeah. So uh, just circling back real quick. So for supplies, we've shopped all over the place. So far, the best we found is Amazon itself. Actually, you get some great deals on shipping supplies from Amazon. Um, and then also Uline. Uh, Uline is also really good. I think it's just Uline, like the letter U-L-I-N-E.com. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times if you order like a certain amount, they'll do free shipping. They also have really, they'll do free shipping. I think I covered my mouth just, <laughs> and they also have a lot of, uh, really cool kind of, uh, tools and things that you didn't even know existed to like help you get, be more productive while shipping. So definitely check that out. Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention is, um, uh, like Amy was saying, uh, they actually just changed, uh, made that even easier, Amy, to, to list a second uh, thing is in your inventory screen, all you have to do is uh, on the drop down menu. Now you can go there and you can hit um, add another condition. And, ah. and when you do that, it's super fast. It's literally like almost two or three clicks. You just add that, you, you click on that, and then you can click on 
uh, you add the skew and then the item condition, which you can do list another new. So you do another new, and then all, below that it says fulfillment channel. I'll ship this myself, or Amazon will ship it. And so if you've already got an FBA listing, then you would you would do merchant fulfilled or vice versa. Um, and it's super easy. And then what happens is like Amy was saying, it pops it into the buy box. So it's just, you know, when you go to the, the listing and it says, you know, it's, you know, $24.99 and then it says two other offers, like you're one of the other offers, even though it's your own listing, or I mean your own uh, offer, you can have multiple offers. A lot of people get that confused. They're like, oh, you're only supposed to have one offer. That's not true. You can have you're multiple offers. You're supposed to have one. If you're selling the same product, you're only right. supposed to have one ASIN. But right. this is you, the same ASIN, it's just yep. a different offer. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then what Amy was talking about is they have been really weird about, um, you know, the, the buy box. What I like to do is, is actually price both the same, or I actually price my merchant fulfilled a little bit higher. Um, and that's just to build in, um, you know, the labor that's involved. Cause now, you know, you're, you're having to have labor to, to ship that product. You're having more costs in terms of, you know, shipping supplies and also, you know, if, if it's between the two, I want to push people to the Amazon listing less work for me. Right. So, um, yeah. that's where, that's where I want to push people. Um, so that's generally what we do. What I've noticed though, is Amy, I think what they're doing is, is they're getting really smart about their capacity, right? If all of a sudden in your area, they're getting overloaded, um, in their FBA warehouses, then they're starting to show the merchant fulfilled because they're like, Oh, we're going to offload this to the seller because we are too busy shipping all these other orders. So we're going to start pushing those merchant fulfilled, um, you know, listings. So I think that's kind of how they're doing it. Um, but you know, like Amy was saying, like Q4 is, I would say this Q4 is probably the biggest opportunity since early Amazon days, right? To, to really make a, a serious amount of money if you play this well. So guys, you know, right now is when you start planning, when you start researching, when you start getting all this stuff dialed in, because what's going to happen is the people who aren't paying attention, October is going to start rolling around and their inventory is going to be gone, you know, in a couple of weeks and they're going to be going, holy shit, what am I going to do? They're going to be on the phone with the supplier. The supplier is going to be like, hey, man, we're two months out. You know, we're booked. So uh, you guys really, really want to think about that and really, um, you know, get get a plan in place. Um, you know, even if it's just a Google sheet, you know, <laughs> get a Google sheet in and start planning out, you know, every step of the way, like, you know, the, you know, time it's going to take costs, you know, things I need to buy, you know, pretty much anything that you can think of you know, start really planning and, and, and uh, writing it down. So it's not just, you know, something that you're, you're thinking about and then forgetting about the next day. And maybe Andy, right before when it's Q4 spin up time in September, we can do another, or maybe end of August, we can do another um, seller roundtable kind of extra session like this, where we talk PPC because advertising during Q4 is different. And so we would love to help you guys prep for that. So we'll have, we'll kind of plan for that. We'll plan for another kind of special session to help you guys um, ramp up for your advertising. Um, Cause it's a different beast, but you can do it. And uh, we'll be excited to help you out with that. Yep, absolutely. And, and as we get closer to there, uh, you know, probably next month, um, that's when I start talking about, you know, everybody waits to, to um, start scaling their advertising and, and ranking and stuff too late. You know, everybody's always doing it too late. So We'll remind you in October, you know, that it's the time to start doing all that stuff. We'll tell you what to do. We'll show you how to do it. Like we always do. We'll give you all the, all the top uh, tips, tricks, secrets, all the fun stuff. All you guys have to do to repay us is rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. That's it.
That's it. Easy. <laughs> That's it. And write and, and write us and write us emails. I love getting emails from you guys. Thank you so much. I just got a really cool one uh, lately uh, or recently, and it was it, it was epic. I love hearing the stories. I love you know if, uh, you know hearing about you know if we've helped you guys. That that really is awesome. And I know that uh, Amy and I both really love getting those emails. So feel free to reach out. Um, even yeah. if you just have questions on Amazon, we're always willing to help. Just be concise. That's my, don't tell me your life story. I, I love your life story. And, and I, and <laughs> definitely like, you know, I want to get to know you, but you know, keep, keep it as short and succinct as possible. Cause we get a ton of emails every day and we really want to help you guys. So um, yeah, thank you so much for, uh, for watching. Uh, and don't forget you guys, we don't do these lives very often. So yep. make sure that you guys are going out to sellerroundtable.com. Check out the latest episodes that we've published. There's some, been some diamonds in there, man. We've been doing, there's, there's chat bots. There's all kinds of really cool stuff. We got payability came and talked to us about how to get your money faster. Um, a bunch of really, really great episodes we've had lately that have been published to the podcast recently. So get out there and listen to those. And as Andy mentioned, rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you guys next time. Have a good one, guys. And remember, join us live if you want to be in on the convo uh, and ask us questions. Uh, like Amy was saying, we don't do these live uh, on all our social very often. Uh, so make sure you guys join us. Uh, you can ask questions live. We stop the recording, we stop the live, and then we, you know, we just help whoever's here. So make sure if you guys need that help, we're here to help you guys. And uh, thanks again. We'll, we will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at sellerroundtable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, sellerseo.com and amazingathome.com.